I'm going back to watch Kevin Sanders video I didn't get to watch when he was live with Joe Budden. I always had stuff in my playlist. this um, I spent most of my adult life in corporate sales uh, that's how I actually got to New York City spent some time in advertising and marketing but the net net of it what? is 
As an image consultant, I was finding my male clients, when they were coming in, getting becoming the best version of themselves, they kept coming back with the same thing. Looking for looking for women, women on my level, my new level, my adjusted level, and I'm not finding any women who really are fitting what I'm looking for. Now, see, what we've been told is a lot of guys don't want relationships or marriage. That's cat. So that, and that's really kind of the opposite. What I'm, but many of you guys are saying, I'm trying to find somebody who wants to work with me and not wanting to be at odds with me. So um, I came onto YouTube years ago speaking to men. Three plus years of videos just speaking to men and no one cared. No one cared. But uh, around Jan around June of last year, after I did a show that was almost like a line, like a Shark Tank kind of show, I started speaking to women because I've been speaking to women since 1989, back when we were doing these things on college campus. We'd have these no. relationship seminars, these dating seminars, back when Shaharazad Ali's book came out and caused all that whirlwind. We've been talking about relationships oh, for long. Yes. So just like anybody else, I got a point of view and an opinion, and I just started talking to women about some of the things I've seen and a lot of things I'm hearing from men, and that kind of caught a moment. And, of course, one video got onto World Star, and it had some traction, but, of course, you know, the average of best video is the one that really Take blew up. And I said, you know, over 200,000, that, that, that wasn't about me. That's about us. That video did numbers that... I've looked on their page and I haven't seen videos with eight years with that amount of views. Yeah. Uh, people were from coast to coast contact me and told me over the weekend they were watching the entire video and, and having like love in lock-ins and having this conversation. It started a conversation. And my thing is, it's actually started a conversation with women that men have always been having. We had this conversation on the basketball court, playing dominoes, spades in a barbershop. barbershop. And, when we can really, and when we can take them no cussing signs off, when we can be men like we grew up being, not these new uh, grass-eating lions like we have to be today. No cussing in the barbershop. No. You know, you can't be men anywhere. We actually say what is on our mind. Now, the things that a lot of men are wanting are the same thing they've always wanted. Cooperation, but that's what men across the board are seeming to get in in, in 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 diminished quantities. And what we do here is we hear it all from one side, from color purple to exhaling to everything else. We hear what women want. Great. Well, I have one question to the women: What do the kind of men you want want from a woman? And that's when you get cricket ass. Quiet. You can't ask that shit, man. <laughs> well, well, no. Listen, man. Listen, man. The problem is, you used to could not ask because before, I mean, you know, you guys are used to all this. You're artists, musicians, and everything else. I come from the corporate side. But one thing I do know, 52 years old, if you needed, to, if you wanted to get out and speak to the public, you had to go through some sort of FCC regulated something. ABC, NBC, CBS. PBS, if there was anything, um, and then outside of New York City, you know, AM, FM, radio, the media was controlled, and the media's job is to sell advertising, which I sold, and if you don't have programs on during the daytime, oh. you better sell advertising to the people, you gotta give them the program they want, even Gillette, Gillette is sitting around telling men how to be good kind of men, now you got a men's product lecturing men on how to be better men, and I'm like, where where do where, where the women's products tell women about just be nice? Softer side of Sears. Would you just be no. nice? I mean, so what we haven't done is we the, the, the marketing.
does what it does. The 73 cents out of every dollar is spent in this country spent by women. You better give a marketing message to the people who spend the money. That makes sense. The problem is we get an unbalanced um, view of things, and the net net of it is the modern dating environment is not working. It's falling apart. And people are not getting together here, other places. The hookup economy, all these things are just, and here's the thing. Women are unhappy with the outcomes. Women are vocal about their outcomes. Women have no problem being vocal about the things they don't like. Men have learned not to say anything. You fucking right yeah. That's what it's like for me. Clean up your room. 
Mm-hmm. Basically saying men need to be men. But what got him in hot water was the fact that he actually just said, you can't tell me how I have to talk, speak to somebody in law. And however, on the other side, you have no problem how you speak to us. And that's where we kind of are right now. What most of my critics never say is what I'm saying as well. They just don't like the tone. The delivery. The delivery. Uh, or the harshness. Or, 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 well, let's be honest. Who the hell do you think you're going to say something like that? Well, to that, you say what? Because let me tell you, sir. If I was calling somebody, hey, mom, you feel like Emmett Smith, it would, I, would, it, I would have a, a long week. How you can't but, but say that? No, 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 no. Conversely, you can say is this the consequence? When he's asking a woman that only wants a certain type of man, what is your entitlement, your personal entitlement? Why do you feel that you can get this? Let the man that if she wants tell her that. Saying she wanted a certain type. Of, I mean, if it was a man saying he wanted a certain type of woman, women will all come to them in masses and droves saying, you don't qualify for her. Well, why can't he say it? And that's, and that's the, the, the doctor that he just referenced saying, yo, you can't tell me by law what I can say, right? They're telling him the same thing. Like, you can't say that. <clears throat> I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no more Still going to get that, dude. Yeah, we've heard, well, that's you know, so educated. We've heard that, right? So, we've 
That's it. Y'all get that. We, we play slick and loose when we start. Let me say something. Set the table. A man's past or a woman's past or her story is used to mythologize. A man's past when it's her struggle. Yeah, when it's her struggle. So we can say women are doing this, women are doing that. They come, okay, let's take that.
You went to the grocery store in March of 2020. 2020. The first time I ever seen fear in women's eyes was when they were there. Because <laughs> what I tended to see in Atlanta, yeah. in the grocery store, I tended to see a lot of guys. But unfortunately, when I saw a black woman, I tended to see her there. No ring on. And panicking. No, no, no water. No toilet paper. I'm like, this is like the real live Book of Eli, Walking Dead. Yep. This is what it looks like when a man. The best thing is something artificial. But they keep pushing this shit like they're gonna be the good. Men built that you don't need stops running. And I'm talk, I don't just talk about things from just a look standpoint. This is how I say, okay, many women don't really understand what they need a man for. Uh, they just need money. Ones that ain't got nobody. The women who typically know they're not trying to be anywhere other than a partner. The, the word submission is a curse word. The, the, the word is all these newfangled things. Um, Just the, the word. Society have always known if you can't 
Yeah. The streets uh, or the park is for you. Yep. Women don't. They will make a demand of society. Go to Korea. Go to Japan. Those are two countries that are dying. Their population is aging out. People are being found living in their places dead for three or four days. It's called Kunokoshi. They gave it a name. Oh, shit. Because the people under 35 are not marrying and dating. But here's the thing. You have women who are pet cleaners, florists, teachers. That's not rich money. But they make demands of society. I, um, I, I told a story the other day. When I was broke in school, I had to sell a textbook. I had to go without to tighten your belt. Men talk about we, we talk about how broke we was eating sardines and then all that. Um, couple noodles. But, but, sorry, but, but I, when, when I actually started dating a woman who was in uh, another school, she was eating well. Shrimp, crab, lobster, everything else. I'm like, you know, yep. man, I'm broke. He's like, I'm a college student. I, 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 I can qualify for school stamps. They never want to cross my mind and go get food stamps. Because men accept it. I don't have it. Yeah, I don't get it. That's me. Women have been shown that if I don't have it, someone will do it for me. Yo, I never thought of that. And it's like, you know, I should get food stamps now. I asked a woman, and she's like, no, that's all going to be And if you got it, for the women who think I'm. Bear Grylls. Go watch Bear Grylls. I know it. Season two. But they drop a group of men on one island, women on an island for six weeks, and they gotta just survive. By the end of day one, men have got from one side to the other, made a beachfront, and started building and doing things, thriving. By the end of six weeks, men have damn made the internet. And, and this is what he says. I, I saw the interview. By the end of the fifth week, by the end of week five. By the, by the end of week five, they were still trying to lead by committee because no, because no one, they didn't want to be led by nobody. Bitch. But they, 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 have a, they have a system. The first thing, you three, three minutes without water, three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food. Women cut their water making ability in half because they didn't want to wash out a container. Because these were modern British women who were growing up not having to do Oh my god, this is serious. That's not, uh uh. Where what? Where do you get it from? The government. They did whatever they had to do to make some money to get this food. It's such a weather. I mean, listen, from the top to the bottom, they out there on the pole. So if you prostituted yourself, where'd you get that money from? You got it from a man. Yeah. It don't have to be prostitution, bro. Sometimes, yeah, probably sometimes, sometimes not. That's a man. No, let's be honest. 
you getting you getting whether you got Section Eight food stamps is still coming from a government which is the taxpayers of men. I know single mothers that don't receive assistance. Okay, we know we know they we know they exist. All of our parents were. We know they exist, but still, (laughs) you (laughs) women use the system more than men do. So when we say they get it out of mud. You tell me getting out of the mud and there's the same mud that men would have to get it out of. Okay, but that's not the woman's fault. That wait, wait so what? Like, so wait, it's not about fault. It's no, no, saying, I'm, saying, I'm not going to knock the women for that. If, if it's not, not I've never heard that. If he was a singer, he could try that. Like you said, the, the college you know, students. But we're not conditioned to do that. Wow. No, I didn't know because I don't, because I don't, because I know as a man, that's not, that's not what it's there for. It's not to eat shrimp and lobster. Yeah, it's not there. It's just a vibe, like off the bare, bare minimum. This is what I really need it. Not just that, they're not as willing. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, Tyson. Yeah, I do know that this exists, what what he's saying. But, like, did you ever hear that, 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 uh, there's a bit that says, if if white people could be dropped in any era and choose what what Mm -hmm. they wanted to be, they would choose white. Because why wouldn't they choose white? All of this bullshit comes with being white. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel like with the women. Yeah, all of this exists. Absolutely right. But why would they ever want to change that? That's like a superpower. But then, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold Let up. me answer you. If I could just sit down and send my and, and say something and it come to me? Now, now watch this. You can't pick and choose, though, when you want the best all the time. So, wait. Oh. Don't, you know how many wait, wait, wait. People don't cut them off. Store spending their shit. We just seen it with these checks they giving. Yeah. Niggas is taking the checks and going to the mall. I know. But so watch. I think that's common. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So to answer your question, if you can't, and, that, and that's the truth. If you have an advantage, it's not human nature to want to give up the advantage. Indeed. But only in those areas. Don't complain about the people exactly. giving you advantage. Exactly. Because I hear a lot of this, women get it out of the mud, and this, such, such, and then I ask questions three levels deep, and it all falls apart. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, they're really not getting it like like I'm saying they're getting it. It's And it's different because the bottom line is men understand you have to produce. Men produce in mass. Women consume in mass. Of course, we can find anecdotal exceptions across the board. But in general, I have a, a year worth of a show talking to women across from one thing to another. And when given an opportunity, women want men to be providers. Fine. But are you the traditional women that you, the, the, but are you the traditional woman that a man is supposed to provide for? No. And that's my point. Yeah, yeah, so my I, point I, is I you that. can't pick and choose when you want a traditional, traditional old school guy. My grandma, my grandfather did X, Y, and Z. My grandfather provided, and your grandmother shut up and took what came with that. Your grandmother knew how to cook a sweet potato pie. Uh-huh. You don't. So you can't pick and choose when you want to be a new era woman, yeah. and then and, and when it benefits you, be an old school woman. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't say I want a traditional relationship over here when it's beneficial, and then now you want to be a new age woman when it's beneficial. You can't do that. You can't okay. say you get what I'm saying. Like you yeah. want to go out to one thing. Okay. One thing that bothers people about my show is I'm just like I talk to women who call into the show in real time I'm not just I'm not making it up you can go hear what they're saying and many women are like <laughs> oh shit what are you going to argue with I had a woman 31 years old the other day talking about the same thing God going to send me a husband God going to send me a husband God going to send me a husband well you doing shit and it turns out that 
When you ready to be Dude, a wife? It's up on my channel right now. Do you know how to cook? Do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do that? Nope. Are, you, are you a Christian wife? Are you talking about God with these long eyelashes and everything else? And, uh, and it turns out that you said I'm a cooperative woman and I'm a Christian, but then when I ask you about your previous relationships, you run the men off because of your mouth. Bitch. Now, that's not cooperation. what we've been not, told is the problems in relationships, the problem, what we've been told and marketed to from Color Purple, which was BS, there was the controversy around the Color Purple at the time it released. Go look at it. It's still on Microfiche. They said the impact that movie's had on the black culture is, rever is, is, is been catastrophic. Yeah. Before 1965, we were made at a rate of 80, oh, 80%. 80% the most married oh. people in Jim Crow segregation oh, and everything shit. else. But after that, what do we have? Now we get color purple, waiting to exhale, and you know, we mentioned uh, Brother Tyler Perry and all his movies. We get a woman side of it, and it's always the men are the problems. Okay. But there's a reason we always get the woman side of it. No, I said that this morning, did I not? There's oh, yeah, a reason. I said that this morning. I know that's, that's the Tyler Perry movie. It's profitable. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's profitable. Why don't the woman by the album? I don't really like, and I don't like that narrative that Tyler Perry preaches. He's a black man. You got to congratulate and appreciate everything he's done. But in Tyler Perry's movies, if you watch most of the narratives, the wealthy black man is the villain. Ain't he's shit. He's the villain. He ain't shit. So the broke black man is the savior. So it's dark-skinned, rich black man abuser, then light-skinned bum, blue-collar, yes. with, not a, love bum, for, not bum, but blue with a love for Jesus gonna come and save yes, and restore indeed. you. And no. see, the thing is, alright, so what we don't have is the other side of the story. Sister Shahara Ali in 1989 wrote that book, The Black Man's God to Understand the I need Black. to buy that book. She took a lot of heat for that. And if you go back and look at some of the stuff on Donahue, Geraldo, uh, she was saying some of the same things that everybody else in this country has had their behaviors and everything examined, except in our community with our women. Black women, Black women have been held uh, apart from the consequences uh, or accountability for their choices. Mm -hmm. You're free to make your choices. You can want what you want, but accept what comes along with it. And this is why... You know, so many women are like, well, who are you to even say something? Now, wait a minute. You can talk about you don't want no scrub and this and that. Y'all can say some of the most. Oh, what about we do what we don't but want? If a man just happens to, to, to speak a truth, then all of a sudden, he needs to be canceled. He's Satan. He's, he's a man. He's right, gay. He don't like exactly. women. He, yeah. I, have, I have a push. I, I, I have a pushback. Are they fighting here? What do you say to the oh, women shit. that have no problem with you saying the things that you say? But that have an issue with you profiting from the things that you uh -huh. say. How come every everybody can make money off something, but when a no, black man no, does? Did these same women have a problem with Steve Harvey? Yeah. So, so again, when you cater to them, no, no, do they have a problem so, with so, you so monetizing? Again, this is a unique issue for a black man. Gordon Ramsay can profit from calling you a stupid effing little monkey and have Hell's Kitchen. Simon Cowell can tell you, "Are you serious?" And they love him. Yes. But if a black man, yeah. see, the rules for black men are unique. We're supposed to do everything and ask for nothing. Nothing. Yet, yet, um, uh, Olivia, who wrote uh, Scandal and all these different shows, oh, they can profit showing some of the worst behaviors. But see, it's a black woman. Or you can get up and pander to black women. And tell them, you know, see, nobody, everybody talks about you've been divorced. Y'all don't say to Steve Harvey. 
And he's like, well, I got to tell you, I really don't have a 12 inch. She's like, that's okay. My eyes aren't really green. She starts taking her contact off. And uh -huh. it was a joke because she takes her contacts off, her, hair, her wig off, no. she takes off a, a fake buck and everything else. That was a joke in the 90s. <laughs> no, it ain't joke. No, that's, that's, what it is today. that's what it is. You walk around Atlanta today, and there are men dressed like women Yo. who look like women. Because of the excessive makeup, the colored hair, and all the long fingernails, you're like, okay, this excessive adornment is for who? It ain't for you, 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 and me. It's for them. It's for them. We don't like that. Men have been asking for women to have your natural look, your natural hair, your natural shape, your natural beauty for the longest, but they'll tell you we do it because you like white women or this or that. Men aren't asking for this stuff. Men are, men are not asking people who make middle income to spend $700 on a lace front wig. But in, in, or in women, buy $2,000 shoes. But, 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 if, but, if, you, but if you do it, baby. Right, I was going to write in, 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 in you do defense, it. though, because I oh. talk to a lot of women and, and uh, they'll say, yeah, you claim y'all like natural, this, that, and the third. But I like it. What pictures you like on Instagram? I like it. 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 I can, I can, I can. I'm just saying, this is their point. Watch this. Out of all of the women that we know, right? Be honest here. How many of them are getting a friend? You got all these accessories. You got this fat ass. You got all this makeup. Da, 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 da. Is it really working? And not my place to say. Well, what if that's what something not my place? Fuck? No, from your own observation. This nigga oh, teleporting me somewhere. No, but you know people that get. Married. I don't know. All you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go back to what you said because this happens all the time. Women will say, "Yeah, you say you don't want one thing, but what are you liking on this?" I am so damn tired of women telling men what we think and what we want. We say what we want, and you you know why this is? Because 80% of us was raised by women, and we are so used to women leading us, they think they own us. Yeah. And they don't. That's right. We're the only group of men that demure to our women. Go over to Chinatown and see if this shit happens. Go over to the Middle East. Go ask... Go ask Muhammad or, An or, or Ahmed what they, they don't put up with this mess. We put up with it because we have such an ir irrational, dysfunctional reverence for women in our culture because we have a matriarchy to where we, they try to make us question our own mind. It's our fault though. Would you agree with that? Ultimately, uh, I, will say, I, will say, I will say that there is, I want to be careful when I say with that because that's going to get misused. There are some structural things that happen that, okay. In, 19, in the 60s, when the, when the Great Society came in, uh, and Lyndon Johnson put in the Great Society, oh, they, shit, did not, they did not expect to happen what happened. Go read the Monaghan Report and Monaghan Scissors. They did not expect to give government assistance to food stamps to the black community and for women to choose the, the check over the men. <laughs> they were actually confused as to why this happened. I was like, wait a minute. We thought we would give this to you for a little bit. And then once you kind of got stable, or temporary then you get back. But no, no, no. They took the benefit. So is it the man's fault um, that you were locked out of unions, unable to get equal jobs and things like that? No. It's not their fault. It's your ultimate responsibility that you were not able to provide for a family you have yet. You can go look at it yourself. Prior to 1960, 65, we were married at a rate of 80%. Broke, Jim Crow, segregated, lynched, everything else. 
We had us a community, we had HBCUs, we had churches, we stuck together, they we had black killing business, us in we had black buses, this, that, that. But as soon as it came in, when the women were given a choice, far more shows this over the men. And that's what that's the that's the original quote unquote sin that we have yet to deal with in the black community. That makes black men feel some kind of way, and black women don't like to acknowledge the fact of that. I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, but are you taking that statistic of the rate at which black women are marrying, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. and saying they're unable to marry? Versus the modern woman today, maybe just not viewing marriage the way she was brought up to view it. Mm. One out of four, 26% of black women were married. The next lowest rate is 54% percent of white women. Still double. double. Huh. Still double. And if that was your mantra that marriage is not as important, you wouldn't put the stipulation that I can only submit to a man that makes a certain dollar amount. So you're open to marriage when a man makes a certain dollar amount, but if he falls below beneath that threshold, you're closed off to marriage. But that's but that's, oh. but that's only for <laughs> in the black community. It's us. It's, it's that's us. Because not only so that's why not all the answers you're going in. So the stipulation is a black man has to be a superhero. Yeah. You got to be able to provide four or five times the rate of what any other man yeah. would provide, and you got to be a sexual professional. So if you don't have all those things, you're not high value, you're not quality. And that's what my show is kind of showing. It's, it's let women say yep. what's on their mind. He does. He asks that's a series of let questions. let you say what's on your and mind. answer them. And then, based on your answers, he assesses the data that you've given him via his questions. I don't know why they fall for some of the questions. <laughs> because they, because ever, because they don't see it. you've ever seen them. No, no, no. But, that, but again, before they get tripped up, they think they're, they hold some... Yeah, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna teach him, ma'am. Yeah. Blah blah blah, ma'am. He and yeah. ma'am. He don't. And and to all the people that says he's harsh and brash, I've seen enough of him where he starts off the interview mild mannered, respectful. I reflect like a man. Exact, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Please stop cutting me off, ma'am. You call my platform to get advice. Let me advise you. A lot of the things. And when he says something that they don't want to hear, it's a wrap. Yes, me. Okay. Um. Uh, go back go back to when you were 10 years old I want you to think imagine a 20 year old woman speaking to a 50 year old man yeah you wouldn't hear the tone the, the, the way yeah when I was a kid which I see many 20 year old women approach a man that's sure enough in particular a colleague in my show talking to me like I'm your age yeah I'm like well so there's no but some, with far too many of women, there is no level of credibility a man has where he can't be checked. See, one of the things is what you tend to hear more often than anything else is, why'd you go on his show, girl? If that was me, I'd have cussed him out. See, there's a problem. Just women to check are, we're like, We've allowed one-way violence in our community for far too long. One-way aggression. See, all these men in this room know that there are lines that we can't cross because... Fuck this podcast. We're going to have to go handle business outside, dude. Because there's a low level point of violence between our men. Women don't have that. So they can say whatever, do whatever, be as foul as they want to. Because it's like, so let me get this right. You would have went into that man's place of business and cussed him out as if you could do something. And they you can't. You know, with no recourse. Because they assume, because if you touch me, 
Then I'ma call somebody. Call which is who? The police. Which is a, a man. man. Yeah. A, a man, and it's typically, it's typically, not, and it's typically not expected. He might come by himself. Show up. You're not expecting um, a woman to show up. You expect a man to show up. And let's be honest. We're the men expecting a white man to show up. I'm like, you gotta think of the the level of disrespect. All men are asking is for women to be nice and cooperative. That is it. They're not asking for you to be supermodels, oh, IG models. They're no. just asking, can you just be nice, cooperative, fit, and childless? Is that much to ask for? I guess so. That's a huge lift today. Okay, you can't throw the child. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, 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 I'm, I'm joking, but once you reach a certain age, I'm not going no. Like, I'm telling you why I'm throwing it in there. I'm not going back out there because, look, there are too many points. Of, I'm 52 years old. When I used to go into the grocery store to ask for condoms, they clowned you. We need a price check on condoms. Because especially where I'm from, they thought they could morally justify it. But now we have, women have access to over 33 forms of birth control no. before and or after. You, there are all kind of, the adoption, all these things. No child gets born today. That a woman did not want to carry. I mean, mm. to carry the full term. That's her choice. I would agree. Yes. So, if you choose to have a child without the benefit of marriage, fine. But you accept everything that comes along with it. Because yeah. there's enough information out there to show that statistically, a child is not going to be in the best position to have a best outcome this way. Can it happen? Sure. Because... Flip the script. If men were to get out here and just make babies reckless, they call you, uh, they call Dead you, that's names for Yeah. yeah. So, that yeah. is, this, this conversation right here, Kev, is where, is where I was really, and really on the hook with just wanting to hear more that you had to say. I was watching you with a young woman, and the conversation somehow was just based on, hey, whatever you did, was it best for the child? She was saying she moved. She moved to wherever her family was. Mm -hmm. And it was her family that gave her the advice. And I didn't even really want to move. But she was doing all of that. And you just kept it on, yeah, I hear you. But was that best for the child? And I don't even really think she still was getting nothing you were saying. And for me, I was like, oh, see, this is... This is deep. This is deep. That was deep for me because that's been some of my experience in trying to explain or have the conversation like, hey, I know you're looking out for you, but at what point is it okay for me to say it's not about you but and I not come off like a dick? I think that we, especially in our community, have normalized the absentee father, mm. right? And so when women are making these decisions, these choices, the fathers want don't even really come into the decision making. Well, yeah. Nope. Right? Further than that. Yeah. It's I mean, we've normalized prosperity and the prosper like coming from the Christian church when the prosperity gospel came started coming in, I don't want to get too religious in this, but we've we've normalized that you deserve to live your best life. Yeah. Your happiness as an individual is paramount. And when you tell people that that then that means I'm up here and everything else is a secondary concern. So when I turn around and say marriage ain't about love or romance, it's about duty. What? We're the most Christian folks. When it comes to the when it comes to the most Christian of unions, we also want to get new wave. Because 
Somebody mentioned the granddad may have had a family on the other side of town. Yeah, but you didn't even hear about it until the funeral. Yeah, because he kept his because business Because grandma had a duty to keep her mouth closed. His granddad had a duty to keep it closed. The stuff you hear about your grandparents and great-grandparents is after they left. You still hold them in high regard. Are we as serious of a people as they were? Hell no. Nope. No, because you're a bunch of in our feelings, child. I want to be Selfish. happy all the time. Selfish. Selfish, me, 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 me. Nope. That's true. And what do we got? Uh, uh, a fracture. Everybody's doing their own thing. Can't nobody say nothing. To nobody. You, as a man, as a grown man, you can look at somebody's kid that you know is doing so wrong. You can't say nothing. For the fear of what their mama gonna say to us that the community's gone. That's true. So, so we all hear our parents say, yo, when I did something out in the street, Mr. Son Mr. Johnson will whoop my ass yeah. and take me home. And then, and then my parents will whip so, my ass too. Yeah. I asked I asked this question to women all the time. Alright. Who leads? Who leads? Because oh, shit. if you want the the fundamental building block of any government, I mean, sorry, any country. Any state, any community, any society is the family. Is the family. And the, and when it gets right down to it, that's a mother and a father. We are different. If you have children, mm. you can sit back and know that you and the and your the mother of your child have thought different things about that child. But whose word follows? And far too often today, women are leading. Because, so it's like, well, if I asked you. How do I get to, uh, how do I get to Bergdorf Goodman? Everybody in here would tell me a different location, a different route. We'd all end up at the same destination. Women are far too worried about their destination being right instead of the, I mean, their route being right instead of the outcome. A man's nature is to discipline, correct, structure. A woman's nature is to offer nurture or feelings. So guess what we get? We've got a generation of softer men and a generation of harder women. They've told their daughters, don't worry about no man, don't worry about this, get your education, that's not support. And they've told their sons quite the opposite. And then the funny thing is, you end up raising the very men that you decry of not being able to lead. So when I say who leads, forget every one of the men in this room. Where's the camera? Fuck us. Forget, forget us all. What about your boys? What about your sons? What about your boys? Black boys are reading at a fourth grade level. The next group of leaders are coming from your sons. What are you doing with them? And if you're not, if you have the money to put one of your children to college, is it going to be your son? No, they spend on themselves. Are you actually making a differentiation for your son versus your daughters? Because you want your daughters to have somebody they can lead, but you're not teaching any kind of leadership in your homes. Uh, they get mad when I start talking about this because I'm like, okay, you say it. In your 30s, all of a sudden, you're going to just flip, a, flip the script and all of a sudden become this cooperative, submissive Why? woman. Why? What history do you have with even cooperating with men? And I ask a question. Did you, did you have these brothers growing up? Yeah. Did your mother serve your father? Yeah. Did you serve your brothers? What? <laughs> but you're going to a Hispanic family and the... I was just about going to a Hispanic family and the girls of the family served the boys. Now, why is it that a guy who may have come into this country legally or illegally, especially if you're in the South, I make this thing all the time, a guy can come in this country illegally, stand outside a Home Depot or the day labor center and do almost anything, sell oranges, whatever you think want, but go home and get a submissive, respectful, loyal woman. He ain't got to be a millionaire, but he can get that. But yet, I got to go to Harvard. Huh? I, 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 it Joe's with me often, so I had this conversation with one of 
our female friends. And she said, demographically, the black woman and the Asian man are the two, like, falling groups, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, why? And she said, because the black man has no problem dating outside of his race. And the Asian woman has no problem dating outside of her race. And I told her, this girl, she makes a nice amount of money. And I said, yo, because you guys snicker and laugh at the $70,000, a year man. And Maria and Becky will welcome him with open arms. Well, let me tell you, friend, you're full of shit. <laughs> Ma'am, you are full of shit. Mm. Black men, men traditionally are the more racial loyal of any group. Yeah. That's it. Women are the ones that tend to, because you want to know who dates out the most? Asian women, white men. So the net, net of it is, if black women were as sexually, as desired, sexually as black men do you not think they would date out as often as we would but the thing is the black men we start talking about they are still saying i want a woman with all these situations modern woman this or that still when we marry we are marrying a black woman at an 86 percent rate but see they want to talk about the 14 percent that don't yeah, do it yeah i don't and, like that and, like that. and, and like if you that. even take it even further it's really exacerbated when you start getting into things outside of what I consider corporate America. When you start getting into the entertainment, athletics, uh, entertainment, athletics, uh, entertainment, and athletics, the numbers are overrepresented. Gotcha. But if you look in where people are making, you know, having to go to work a traditional nine to five day, most people marry people that look like themselves. You see, that's a deflection argument. It is. It is. Because it's at the end of the day, all you got, it's like, okay, man, let's accept it. All you got to do is find one. Mm. Why can't you find one? Just one. You ask your friend, uh, have you ever been with a man that's suitable or reasonable? And there's where it's going to come. Yeah, back in college, I was engaged once, but why didn't that happen? Mm. Who broke it off? And I'm going to tell you, almost 100% of the time, they're the ones leaving. You honestly think that, these women honestly think that they can leave a man in their 20s and 30s play the field, do what they want to, and in their early 20s, and then wait later on in life and get a man that's more valuable as their value's going down. Yeah. That's what's been marketed to. But their value, I think you're right. I'm agreeing with you. They think, though, that their value is rising because they are making more money. So the things that they value in a man, they think we value in them. And that's one of your biggest arguments. And they still can't cross. Your money matters not to a man that has his own money. Situation or number two, you're gonna have somebody at the end of life. Or, but the thing is, every woman I deal with, they, watch they hear exactly what I say. They hear what you stand for. Exactly they for. And I would tell you this: I don't budge because I've done it twice, and I realized that I shouldn't have. I don't fault my former relationships for for not working because I grew up the same way we all grew up. We never. I didn't grow up in a position of thinking that you need to be responsible for everything. You need to have a plan and an outcome. You need to have a place for a woman to nest mm -hmm. and not put pressure on them. Pressure's made for shoulders, not for hips. Say, in the black community, we saw so many women doing stuff that I think many men put undue pressure on a woman that's not really built for the female. So you never hear me talk anything uh, negative about my exes. I take 100% responsibility, even for the stuff 
That's realization we've come to a long time ago. We accept that, but they don't. I'm not going to shoot for Halle Berry if I know I'm not on Halle Berry. Well, hold on. So or do I feel entitled? Let me say, but see, the thing is, yeah, I'm going to say this story. But here's the thing is, even if you did, let's just say I, I ran, let's just say you ran into Halle Berry in New York City, and y'all did do something. You, Halle Berry wouldn't all of a sudden be a new level. You'd say, mm, you I just caught her That's a story you always got to tell, but all of a sudden you wouldn't walk around thinking, well, hey, Hallie, hey, next time you're in town, let's, what? No, oh, man, that was tequila. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Oh, now, wait, 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 buddy. Now, Halle Berry's not your standard. I got you. I don't want Sally Richardson next and Nia Long next. That's women. That's not men. All that shit is awesome, but my point was in today's world, so that example has to continue. Okay, I slept with Holly. Right? Okay. And I leave thinking the same way you said. Oh, man, what a night, man. Who knew? Blah, blah, blah. But two weeks later, another one of them pop up. And it happened again. I didn't expect that one. I didn't plan for that one either. You gotta oh, have a shit. You gotta have a high S. Hey, that's pretty cool that that happened twice. I'm gonna go ahead on about my way. Hey, five hours later, here go another one. Wait a second. Indeed. And now the, now the game is Men don't do that. But for now those, it's not an anomaly. But he answers to them as well. Your SMV is then high. Well, see, for men... Do you want me to tell you about... Oh, you got to... You know what See, it. look, see, their SMV is high at that point. See, that's not happening to average 5'4", 170-pound women. That's happening to women that are bumping yes. into high-value men. I think it is, but it's the minority, so I'm not going to argue. It's a minority. Hold on, hold on. It, here's, here's what's... Okay, and so it's sexual. So, so a couple of things. Men <laughs> know... What your credit rating is and what your resources like. That's what kind of woman you can afford. That's generally what we know. We we know what our resource pool is and the kind of woman we can afford. Sure, if we got a Halle Berry or if we got some one-offs, oh, that does not give you an 800 credit score and a $400,000 income. That just gives you the ability to get it off the lip, some game. Maybe you're looking right. Maybe you're smelling right. Maybe maybe your particular brand of dude is in style right now, and that's what it is. But men are least realistic about that. Here's what happens, though, with, uh, with women. Because so many women want these men who are, quote, unquote, high value. And I, and I define that. You got 100% of women going for the top 20%, top 10% of men. And guys, up here, you will know that if he can hit Halle Berry, he'll hit it. But if he can hit that six and ain't nobody looking, he gonna hit that too. The problem is, the way women look at that is women look at that man as their new standard. They're like, well, if I can get him and he's with her, that puts me on her level. And that's not how it works. Nope. We look at these things differently. So it's not as though average women have not dealt with high-value men because I, I count to put it on my show. Many times women say, I deal with high value men. I deal yeah. with high value men. Keep them. Marriage. We judge by weddings. And see, that tells the story. Women are judged ultimately by the kind and caliber of men that they can keep. keep. And many of these women cannot keep a man like this show. Uh, which, which bothers them because it's like, well, if I can deal with him, well... If you can't keep him, what does it matter? What bothers a lot of women about my show is that it's it's really common sense and basic. It's just telling it's telling them something that men know. You can't have it. Which? You can't. It's about choices and trade-offs. And they don't want to compromise. Mm -hmm. And they, 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 they call. They want to see you shit on some more. Don't they call?
What do you mean by handle I'm me? Drama. I'm not trolling. Women are calling into my show voluntarily. We're having conversations in real time. And what it started to do is it started to make it harder to review what I'm saying. The stuff I quote, you can look up the numbers. Um, I rebuke the evil. And it's not like I'm just you know, calling you a bunch of bitches and hoes and this and that. Blah, 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 blah. He ain't even doing That's that. The problem. So, and, and it started to have an impact. Once he do that, he lose credibility. Women are starting to look at things differently. Guys are starting to look at things differently. And the people who really have the issue, uh, do they have a desire to change or improve anywhere? Or do they think they're like, let's kill Do you really have the ability to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I need to change a few things? Or, is, no, I'm just saying, or is this guy crazy? He hates women. He, He's failed in his relationships, blah, 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 blah. Those are all it's things that are, allow you to dismiss everything, all the factual information that's been shared. It allows you to be dismissive. Either that or the defensive thing, you immediately go into defense mode when somebody says something that you don't agree with. I got to go up against two Kevin Samuels. So, 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 I have something to call. We knew that. I have something to call sign language. Shame, insults, guilt, and the need to be right. Uh, and typically, when I'm starting to get real pushback, especially from a woman, shame. Uh, I won't fuck with it. Your mama black. Yeah. Yep. Like, how can you say this against a black woman? You owe black women. I've heard black women actually say, I owe black women. What? Because I talk to black women. I'm like, do you owe black men? Yeah. I'm like, we, the, 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 the owe only goes to us, to you. A black woman raised you and this and that. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Then if the shame don't work, the insults. You, you gay. You gay. You gay. You gay. I'm like, you a grown damn woman. Are we on the playground? I'm not gay. You know, part of me being gay. Ask a girlfriend if I'm gay. It's like, it's the same thing. Gay, gay, gay. Because that's the first thing. That's one of the first insults you want to do. Shit. You know, it's like, you know, DMX just passed, and now people want to cancel him because of lyrics he made back in the late 90s. I won't let him. But the thing is, because we throw that word around too much in the black community, I'm like, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Black women have calling a man gay, but then you, your, your makeup artist, your hairstylist, they and some of your be best gay. friends are gay men. What are you talking about? And you Fuck love them. them. Yeah. Right, right, because they... Because they pander into you. And then the guilt, you know, you're embarrassing us. You know, you're making and us I'm look not going to say that that's why they love them. But, but there's, there's many things. But the ultimate one is the need to be right. Mm -hmm. The need to be right. That's why it goes on and on. But it's like two plus two is four. Yeah, but I know a friend. I know this. I know that. And it's like, all right. Are you, are you trying to move this thing forward? Are you 
you trying to get a better outcome or do you want things to just be where they are? And that's the thing. I don't begrudge what women want, what men want, anybody wants. I just ask, can you get it? Can you get it? What's the likelihood of getting it? And if you can't get it, are you willing to make the changes and adjustments that are, are going to be needed to get that kind of outcome? And more often than not, you know, women are saying they don't want, more often than not, women have never asked themselves that question. They just assumed it was going to happen. It's like a, yep. this whole notion of getting married uh, earlier. And you ask a lot of, especially women in our community, they don't think they should even consider marriage until 30. 30. I'm like, well, just run the numbers on that. 30. You meet them at 30. Six months to a year, you're engaged. You want to have a year of marriage? I'm like, the numbers don't make sense. Six months to it a year is not even engagement time. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like three, four years you're dating before you get and the thing is, the, question. the numbers And the thing is, the numbers don't make sense. And let's go all the way back around. Because they there is a financial incentive to keep men and women separate because there's a rent for this apartment, rent for that apartment. And power in this, power for that. Yeah. There's more money when people are single. When you're married, you have to actually... You know, there's only in households, there's somebody else who you need to kind of work with, and your priorities change instead of, we're going to go to Cancun, we're going to go to this, we're going to do that. It's a different it's a different environment. So, um, That's interesting. I never thought about that. Well, I mean, and this was kind of all laid out in the whole book subverted and the, the lies that were told to middle-class women. I was like, here's the thing. Take it away from relationships, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't go to sell a piano to somebody in the middle class. You don't do that. That doesn't make any sense. You're, 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 you work at the MTA. You work at the post office. You're middle class people. You don't sell a piano. That makes no sense. What you sell is a music room. Anybody who's anybody has a music room. Only the culture sophisticated people have music rooms. You want to have music in your house because it increases your kids' you know, cognitive ability and this and that and da-da-da-da. This like, and of course in a music room you need to have encyclopedias because it has it. And then if, then people have a music room, what are they going to need? They're going to need a piano. You don't sell. And this, and this, that was a, there was a method, there was a, there was a method, especially in the black community. Our dollars circulate six hours. You know why it circulates six hours? Because we're hyper consumers. Even in the pandemic, a lot around the Gucci store, we're hyper consumers. So even a lot around the Gucci store, uh, is lying, and, and you're not the typical Gucci customer. But why? Because it's we have a household that's feelings. It's not rooted in rooted in logic or outcomes. Of saying, all right, you may want a Gucci belt, son, but you're gonna need to go work and make that Gucci money now. I'm gonna pay you to do this, 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 and they're like, wait a minute, I gotta work how many hours? And you gotta make a sacrifice. Versus. Money just comes from a stimulus check or something, and it, it, it just comes, so we just spend it. And when I was growing up, everybody didn't expect to have big homes and drive Mercedes. People were happy with Honda Civics and reasonable homes. Men not being around, we're not we're the more logical, long-term, because we know ain't nobody coming to save us. Yep. So we got to have something. And... This is why I don't begrudge women for moving the way they do. I just think men need to understand women's nature and understand you're not gonna you're not gonna change this by argument. I started out before high value or anything else. I started out with talking about show your work. 
can start say whatever you want to, but when you actually start making the changes in yourself, showing the accomplishments, you go back on my YouTube channel and see the progression, the evolution. I did. Congratulations, buddy. Thank, thank you. So, and so it's hard to argue against work, work, work. People are like, you're always working, man. You're always working. You're always doing this. I'm like, I'm older than you and I'm not working you. And our women are no different than any other group of women in the sense that this, they want to believe in their men, they're just afraid to. So this is where I hold men, black men, responsible. That. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I would Since D.W. Griffith's birth of a nation in 1915, the yeah. black male image has been under assault. There is one thing that does not exist, and it needs to exist. Black male media by black men for black men. Shout out to O'Shea Duke Jackson. He runs a, uh, uh, a website called The Negro Manosphere. And over there is there's a collective of black men who are, are, are always talking about, you know, things that are important to us. We need black male media run by us, not us at CBS, NBC, NBC. We need our stuff for our voice, our point of view, funded by us, our money. So when people say, you know, you're making money out of black women, I make men support my show. Men support my show. Men. The overwhelming support of my show comes yeah. by men. Because they're saying thank you for sticking up. Even if you're a white collar, high value, so and so, whatever, brother, you call yourself on your way to, because you oh, stick up for the men who are blue collar, the factory worker, the military guy. You say something and you don't look down on us. I come from that. What are you talking about? I'm still in that oh, shit. shit. Do you still work in the corporate world? Pardon me. Um, no, I'll, I do this. Okay. Cool. And, that was, and that was my next question. I'm glad you asked. So I, was wonder, I was wondering if the, your stance on the male-female dynamic would have any impact on you being able to hold kind of corporate gigs. If you were still into that, but if you're not, well, then yeah, the questions. Yeah, it, I couldn't do it. I could be canceled because all they would have to do is right. call my job and you would say, would you? Yeah. Right. yeah. But the funny thing is, anybody who knows me would tell you I've been this way since the 80s. <laughs> Can I tell you? Which you... Which are you having more fun in? Corporate, corporate shit that the shit you was on? I don't know, I don't know that. Or oh. this content creation shit? Um, this by far, because I can control it. Um, you know, having, when I worked in corporate America, I was in sales, and everybody ate off what I did. So when I go close the deal, my manager ate, the sales reps ate, the engineers and everybody else ate. Now, if you build your own business, your own audience, you can start to employ and have people eat like have people eat off you the way you want to. When I was in corporate America, I had my first management job here in New York City in Tacoma. I was number two rep in the country, and I came up to take over the second worst team in the nation. I hired a, a team of people. First person I hired was black. The next six people I hired were black men, and then one white guy. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, one white guy. His mother was black. His mother was black. I'm not black guy. Uh, white. Um, and it's funny. Now, everybody in the organization knew my pedigree, knew I closed some of the biggest deals in company history, knew the CEO, and blah, blah, blah. I was the golden boy, per se. I came up here in New York, and we were at Smith and Walensky, and I remember the uncomfortable way they was about to ask this question. I just knew they were going to ask. They were like, hey, Kevin. Uh huh. I just got a question for you. Uh, notice you hired up all African Americans. Why is that? I'm like, I said, the reason you hired all white people. I went back to eat my steak and they couldn't say a damn thing. 
Because I could kick, I was kicking their ass. I beat them at every turn. I beat them in the company. And I took my team and I said, all right, I become successful. I'm going to make sure you have the t- tools and resources, but you're going to work harder than you ever have worked before because, damn it, that's what's expected. But if you do these things, and we actually got out there and got it done, professional, done, and performed, blew them away. So I'm, and I asked, and I went to my regional vice president. I was like, I think it's interesting. I got, I was asked why I hired all black people, but you know, I, I put it back to a story I told in college when I had a South African. This was right after apartheid. I had a South African chemistry instructor, and he said, Kevin, in chemistry recitation, 400 plus people. He's like, why do all the the black students tend to sit together? They all tend to sit right there. I've noticed every time we all tend to sit together, I was like, I was like, the same reason all the white students sit together. But I think it's funny that your eye automatically goes to that little group of five or seven black people no. instead of this hundreds of white folks. And he just sat there looked dumbfounded. I was like, um, why is this important? Because when I was in management, I didn't walk around talking about my views on this or that. I just had a shot, and I hired the best people I could find for the the job. job. And they just happened to be black. Can't we do that? Just like if you, the whole notion of why is this view or things that I'm saying, they're not wrong. And if we operated more in a way to where men were leading, effective, productive, competitive, successful men, men that respected one another, we got out here and other groups of men had to say, those guys are somebody to be contended with. You're not going to go drop a business in our neighborhood. No, no. We're going to drop the business in our neighborhood. We're going to have the bank in our neighborhood. We're going to have a dry cleaner. We're going to have everything in here. If you want to come over here and profit from what we're profiting from, you got to go through our power structure. If we're going to talk about circulating our dollar and that kind of thing, then it will be a hell of a lot easier for women to sit back and say, I don't like what they are saying. Even how you say it. That's true. This air conditioning shit should feel good. <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's true. I like, I like, I like this. Streets are clean and it's safe. And my kid, yeah. you know what? And we're the only people that. But coming from corporate, are you, are you shocked at just how fast this content creation game moves and the success center? And like we were talking off mic, and we say you were out eating, and people are recognizing you, recognizing you. And I mean. Coming from a different world, I understand how it could be a lot for somebody. Well, I come from the sales side and then the advertising and marketing side. I understood the importance of image and how image really plays. Um, so am I shocked? No, because I studied it a lot before I got into it. Um, like, oh. most, like many people on YouTube, you know, oh. I came here understanding the platform, the algorithm. The how Google, why Google bought YouTube and why Facebook bought Instagram and all those different things going behind it. Ultimately, I'll become platform agnostic. I just want to own my own content. And whatever platform is hot, just drop it there. Like this is why podcasting and all this is so valuable. Because if they decide they want to turn the lights off one day, you just go to the next platform. Keeping the platforms competing is like keeping the labels competing. Ownership. And see, I think... You know, while a lot of a lot of men champion stuff that I'm saying, I'm like, understand something. Uh, go back to my old content. I want to hear shit from you talking about you being broke. 
If you're not working 60 hours minimum a week that, that you're getting paid for, turn off YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and get your ass out there. Go down there work at McDonald's, Circle K, get you a job. I don't care about your pride. You can't be proud and broke at the same time. Go work. Work and work and work. And then you take that money you make from your part-time job, invest some of it, invest most and take half of it, invest it to your future. The other 50%, uh, the other percentage, take some, have some fun, go buy your belt. Then invest it in self-improvement. Get you a high-income skill. Get you something that's going to give you high-value skills that you can market on, that you can leverage on the marketplace. Whether you're working in corporate America or whether you're going to be doing your own entrepreneurial thing in the future. But... Men, if you're working, the harder you work, the luckier you get, the more exposure you get. And it's about hard work and speed. Get out. When I came to New York City, it was one of the best moves I ever made because the city moves fast. Super fast. And that's good because you, you, if, you, if you can run fast, great. But if there's something wrong in your stride, you'll fall fast too. Good. Fix what's, fix what's wrong and run quicker. Because if men... Are working to become the best version of themselves, putting the work in, a self-improvement, this, that, working with other men to help increase the opportunities for men. Guess what? Women come along. Guaranteed, if coronavirus is over next month, and the happening spot was, I don't know, something in Central Park, and everyone in the country recognized that this group of guys get got this shit together. We all gonna sit there. We could just be sitting at the table, smoking cigars, drinking scotch or bourbon, and just talking, chopping it up. We would have women swim. Because they thought they're always going to come where men are doing something. Where men are, when there's a, not, not shooting shit, but when men are doing, getting together, especially talking about power. I think we've lost that power. I think we've lost that power. We think we lost. What he just said, I think that it's literally been a total shit. Oh, yeah, it's oh, been a total yeah. shift in which the power that yeah, you're saying that, that that the women would flock to, it's been just the opposite. So we have the Instagram generation with yep. the naked women and the sexually um, motivating, you know, I mean, sexually attractive chicks. And I think the men are now gravitating to the women where... And it's backwards. It's backwards. And we've totally lost backwards. the power yes, indeed. because everyone's an individual contributor. That's why... Snoop Dogg had to apologize to uh, Gail. Why? Because Snoop is a millionaire, but he out there alone. But if we had the media apparatus to say no, you gonna cancel Snoop? No, no, come on, no, we, no, Snoop is with us. See, as long as why am I here? I had other stuff to do, but you, this brother has something, and I got something. This matters. matters. This matters. It's a connection. That's why we say it. And the thing is. We have to stop the. the I, I have a I have a reputation of not beefing. People can say the most egregious things about me. I'm trying to get that reputation. <laughs> because because the thing is, and I made and I started that off long before anybody ever knew who I was. But he's 52 too now. I don't know if he, he had this reputation at 40. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, because it ain't about me. And I mean, the thing is. I can't really beef with you if I don't know you. Most of the people say stuff, it's about something. And the thing is, if you, the audience doesn't want to see that. They, they want to see, we know how that looks. We need to be able to work together. As black men, as men in general, when men working together, women automatically fall into their 
place, but when we flip it and we start acting catty and beefy and this and that, why do we have to respect that? Why don't, why don't women need respect some, if you calling me this and that and I'm calling you this and that, you act like a bunch of bitches. Yes, why don't we have to respect that? I agree. Versus if you, if you say something about me and I'm just like, I'll keep moving. And, and you're going about your business and then you work with the people you can work with and then eventually... You may come back around. Like, you, know what, show. you know what, dog? I was wrong. I, I thought you was on that bullshit. I couldn't stand your sweet looking ass. ass. You know what? You just a different kind of dude, but I, I heard that you this and that. And guess what? And I'd be like, it's cool, man. It's But do you think we get further if we are able to work together with women and be inclusive? I think that they're two separate issues. Yes. I think I think that prior to it's it's to go back to Malcolm X, right? Malcolm X, when asked that question about working with white people, his immediate response was, I think that we need to... Well, first of all, they told him not to answer that question. Whole <laughs> nation of they said, don't you... No, no, I'm not talking about that question. I'm not talking oh, about that okay. When they asked him, um, oh, shit. white people oh, help the cause, et cetera, et cetera. Initially, he said no. He said, we have to learn how to champion our own selves first and, and regulate our own selves first oh, prior shit. to accepting outside outsiders into our situation. So I think what he's saying is as men, it's more important, more specifically black men, until OBS we can gather and commune and learn how to regulate ourselves, women can't really fight for our cause. See, you say work with women, and I say we need to be able to employ our women. Oh, you know what? He the right. same thing as far as I'm concerned. When we have an economy... Based off of a relationship. If they choose to work in corporate America, their own businesses, but if you also have a thriving economy to where they can work in, guess what? It's a hell of a lot easier to have respect for somebody when you see a man in the household, a man running businesses, a man running the police department, fire department, everything around you. Like, I grew up in a neighborhood where I saw black male teachers. And it's... And it's this, I think the... the I'll, I'll, I'll find this podcast and I'll put it down at the bottom. When boys see men in uh, teaching roles, they, their outcomes improve dramatically. We did Because male teachers, we don't have those anymore. And that's another Plus part black, that we're no, trying to get into. But when we lost, we have, we have lost, there's a book called The Black Tax. It talks yeah. about the simple loss of black men as teachers. Mm. The impact the man has, or the boy has a single man. I grew up in a single parent household, but everywhere around the seats of power, my principal, this, uh, my band director, at every level of my life, there were men leading stuff. Yeah, we so, you know, I put the responsibility and onus for the leadership, all that stuff, firmly back on us. Yeah, we talk about, we're talking about women and all this stuff right now, but make no mistake. You know, and I have fallen short because I didn't see this stuff. Nobody talked about this. We are building the airplane while we're flying, and I will never sit back and try to hold myself up as some bashing of what's right and wrong. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. We've all done some stupid shit, some fuck shit. But the whole point is, are we trying to leave it better than we found it? I think, and I, I got to run here in a minute, I think Generation X in particular, we're the first generation that didn't have to go fight a war of any kind. We didn't have to, you know, my, my, my father's generation had Vietnam and before then they had Korea, before that they had World War II. Generation X, we had the ball kicked out of our hand. We had Reaganomics, we had crack, then we had AIDS and all that hmm. stuff. Generation X men are going to do is going to be the legacy we leave behind for the other 
didn't get to have it the way we wanted. We didn't get to be the dads in the household that we didn't get a chance to meet. We wanted that stuff. We didn't get a chance. Mm. But we can choose to say, even though I couldn't have it that way, can I hand the baton off to the next group of men and give them something to run into so they don't have to keep reinventing this motherfucking wheel and doing it all over and over again and then having to fight, fight for power with the women? No, no, no. If we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, let us build our power base, work together, build our economies, and then we want to have the opportunity to say, you know, oh, wow, that's next kind of structure, or do I want to go work over on this structure? More often than not, history has shown women are really good at accepting when they can actually see men do something. Now just bump your gums, so, talk a good game, show your work. They say that. So, they say that. Listen, man. Round of applause. <laughs> Round of applause. We need a part two. Kev, what Kev eats these things? Like, I wanted to get into the civil rights, and what do you think that effect on us had, like, et cetera, et cetera. I think. I, I, yeah, I, and I'll be here in a couple, three weeks, and see, the thing is, my my goal is to have just a better outcome, better conversation. We got to start talking to one another instead of at each other, because we get nowhere by ourselves as men or, or, or with our relationships. Well, that was one year one, ago. Like I say, one of the most impactful things I've seen is young men see me walking by like, and I'm and I remember remember, remember me and Joe Green and he threw that T-shirt, mm-hmm. that impact. Yeah, I remember that. I kind of got that feeling with some of these young dudes. They're like, man, you be out of sliding. I don't know what the fuck some of them be talking about. Like, <laughs> but, but I see the look in their eyes and say, I see something you that I admire and respect. And I'm us. like. Be sliding over that, that is, uh, I thank you for coming. I appreciate you. I won't tell the guys that uh, you was trying to actually be like two and a half hours early for his flight. <laughs> I won't even tell him. I was like, hey, fam, you so You'd be 90 minutes early. Uh, round of applause again. Thank you, Kev. Appreciate it. Appreciate if you get a minute when you back out here, you're always welcome. For sure, for you're, sure. You're always welcome, man. We appreciate you. And I know you got to go. Parts, you good? Is good, you good? good? Ice, we good? We good? good. Carl, we good? Franklin, we good? Everybody good? We good. All right, man. Listen, keep us in your prayers. Lord knows we need to be there. Until the next time, I bid you adieu. Peace, arrivederci, adios, hasta la vista, so long, goodbye. Remember, life is a series of moments and moments pass. So let's make this last as if it's all that we have. And I'm gone. I'll talk to y'all next time. One. That was April of last year. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man, I'm going already in a year. Oh, shit. Wrong way. Oh shit, no way. Oh, 
Oh, wow. No. They didn't turn on the switch. <laughs> shit. The motherfuckers left me. Goodness gracious, my stomach hurts.
Oh shit. It's a big robot. Kill that thing. Got 15 kills. That's not fair. <sighs> Today I can get my license. I lost my license, mate. And it's been a problem to get it ever since. Now, really working on it. Oh, they got a game. The Braves. Finally, some work to do. Gotta go. Work. Yes. I never knew they had so many games. June 7th, June 8th, no. But, uh... 8th, yes. Finally... Eighth. I don't know where that's at, but I'm um, okay. June sixth. That's today. Ten thirty. Oh, that's. Hmm. It's a bit early. What the fuck is utility? What is this mission? Have we been here? Yeah, this person comes blazing. Dave, no fucks. He has a hero. Holy shit. 
That guy is huge. Oh. Hi there, buddy. Smoke for me. Oh, 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 oh. Yo, this. There he is. Come out the woodworks, Buckle. Remind me of Halo for some reason. That is a weak ass grenade launcher. I do not know what's going on here. Yeah, fuck that. I need to change my gun, sir. You're not doing it. I need to get rid of you now.
feels like. Oh shit. It's like the God of War. What the fuck? How do you end up without me? leg work. Oh shit, that boy waiting for you. He turned the corner. Oh shit, bucko. Ooh, like that? That's how you rocking? Okay, son. I don't cross the nigga, I'm rocking with you. Oh shit, they packed with him. Hello, mate. Let's not stop get out. Oh man, said it. All you niggas gonna die. Almost out of time. Oh shit. Oh. No. What the fuck? Oh shit! Oh yeah, it's my controller. Disappeared on me. Oh shit, they coming. Run. Run. <laughs> Feels like you know, we're super predator. 
darkness times 10. They can't run? Oh shit, they can't run. What the fuck, you can't run or jump? This is stupid. just leave you like you played this before. I haven't played this before. Y'all just abandoning people. Yeah, look, now when y'all go down, I need someone to revive you, but you left me behind. Serious level cheating.
trying to throw hands with this man. This man is like 10 times my size. Is this guy? You got him. You heard me. I got him. June 6th. I want to make it back home if I take this job today. Until you guys enjoyed my gaming so far, it's me going in on these. Destiny. It is Final Destiny 2. June 8th, 6 a.m. No. That is not selected. Cool. Seventh and eighth. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> 